Welcome to Pondering Passages. I'm Kurt Austin, and today we're going to be talking about Psalm 3. It's a psalm of David, uh, written for a troubling time in his life, and I'm excited to see what I might be able to learn from my good friend Dave. Uh, it's, it's kind of an interesting psalm. It's got some things I like, but some other things I struggle with. So I want to see if I can get some learning about that. So join us. We're, we're going to come right back here after this musical interlude to see what it is we can learn as we ponder it together. We'll see you then. friend right over there is David Mullins. David Mullins, and together we are pondering passages. Today we are pondering Psalm number three. We're into the beginning of this. Now this Psalm, Dave, I, I don't know what you thought about this Psalm, but it was not exactly a warm and fuzzy. You said that about the last Psalm too. I know. Not and those I, exact words, but I'll be, I'll be honest. I, in my head, had this idea that the starting of the Psalms were these beautiful poetic songs that just kind of took you into the presence of God. And I've been sorely disappointed as we've gone back and started over again at the beginning. Really? Psalm 1, I loved, right? Yeah. And you helped me feel better about Psalm 2. So I'm really excited that you're going to do the same thing for this psalm regarding the time that David fled from his son Absalom, who was chasing him down, trying to kill him. I, I This well, is going to be I, great. I hate to burst your bubble, but <laughs> this is probably one that, that David didn't write. What? Uh, and apparently the way these psalms would work is, uh, you know, the psalmist would write a psalm and then they would... Uh, or, or maybe he was reflecting about the time that David fled from his son Absalom, and this is the okay. psalm that he wrote in response to it. Uh, okay, I, we, I buy that. Should we go through that? Should we go a little bit through through the account of David running from his son Absalom? Please do. Respect? All I remember is the the movie with Richard Greer. Um, oh, so. David. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember that that movie. At least this. Uh, well, it it was it was not a very good time in no. David's life. Uh, his son tried to take over the throne. Uh, actually, took over Jerusalem, and David had to leave and literally flee for his life, even though he was you know the king, uh, God's chosen king, and so. Uh, Gosh, I can't remember exactly. It, it was probably the uh, end of First Kings, maybe, uh, where all this took place. Uh, but it's it's very, you know, as as much as as David is a a man after God's own heart, his family was a mess. And, oh my gosh! Uh, it probably all started with uh, Bathsheba. I mean, not her fault, but David's sin with Bathsheba, <laughs> and it just kind of shows that. You know, there's there's scripture talking about the sins of the father visiting the the the, the sons, the children, and I, I think it it's an example of that. That I tell you, you know, there if if you want to if you if you struggle with the dysfunction of your own family, just read the <laughs> Old Testament for a while. Yeah, because I'm there are not very many functional families in the Old Testament, and not by not by twentieth twenty first century standards. Yeah. I mean, for any standards. These people were a mess, and yeah. Absalom 
chasing down his father and then the way absalom ends up dying yeah uh, is is and, horrible yeah and david didn't want him killed but i think his uh his military leaders saw yeah yeah saw a different path so it's it's and, it's really it's really sad uh you know but this could have been uh a psalm that david wrote uh but it, it also there's a really good chance that a psalmist wrote it and you know either look through the bible for where this would fit or reflecting on this whole account and uh so i'm i'm curious kurt uh what what part of this just really didn't didn't resonate with you I'll, I'll, I want to compare notes. Well, I mean, and, and you, I, we've talked about this before. <laughs> this goes back to the canned conversation I'm able to offer. We've talked about this many times before, Dave, and uh, I think this is another example of uh, of the fact that it's it, it's a war, it's a war mindset, it's a battle mindset, it's a uh, you know, there's a shield, and God, God is going to break the you know, he's going to break the enemy. Um, Slap him in the face. I have so many enemies. So many are against me. I hear Um, that because it's just your personality. (laughs) No, that's verse one, Dave. Oh, oh, you're thinking wrong. Oh, well, never mind. No, I I, I say that, I I say that in in love. No, I say that (laughs) Because I think I'm speaking the truth in love. That's that's why sometimes we do have issues with some of the some of these psalms, because it talks about enemies, and we might be reading it's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't have what I would consider enemies. Uh, Some folks have people that are literally working against them, but not everyone. And so you read this, and it's like, well, I can't say that I have many against me. I have a lot of people supporting me friends and family and i've got a community of faith they're supporting me and so we don't always track with it but the reality is i look at this and say i do have enemies uh sometimes i'm my own worst enemy yeah sometimes it is these uh temptations uh i have an enemy trying to get me to you know become an obstacle between my me and my relationship with god and so sometimes I look at it in that regard that my sins are my enemies. Uh, but anyway, it's it's really about trying to find a way to identify with this psalm because I think we can identify with all of them. It's it's some in some ways. Well, and if you take if you want to live in verse three, you know, I mean, if you yeah, if you just want to say that the Lord is a shield around me. I mean, yeah. and again, uh, whether that's our own personal enemies, whether it's our own perception about other people, the way we judge other people, whatever it is, God is protecting me from those kinds of things. Um, and it's almost contingent on verse number four, right? I cried out to the Lord and he answered, you know, you you are a shield around me. You're You are my glory, the one who holds my head high and you answer me. Um, I love that. Yeah, that's beautiful. And yeah. I like that this this is one of the few, few psalms where it's really. I mean, there are several, but I mean, not all of them. The interlude, either the interlude or Selah or 
whatever it is, is there. And it, you can almost hear kind of this musical transition kind of a thing. I like it. It's like state it, live in it for a minute. Let that music just kind of wash over you. State it, experience that again. I, I like that. Yeah. And there, there's a, a new uh, marketing campaign. Oh, I forget. One of the sports drinks called a, a pause. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Gator, it's Gatorade. Yeah. Uh, it's not Gatorade. It's it's one it's of not? the no Powerade. Powerade. Kool Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Yeah, that's my sports <laughs> drink of choice. Kool Aid. <laughs> I want to look just like the Kool Aid guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Busting through walls. <laughs> wow. But anyway, uh, it's it's good to pause. It's, you know these interludes. Uh, they think it might be musical. Uh, a musical term, but you know, for me, it, it is about pausing. You know, what does it mean to have enemies? What does it mean to have so much against you? But you, I love that. You know, mm -hmm. I, I I love you know when it. But you, oh Lord, th this is my reality. You know, this is what they're saying. But you are a shield. Uh, you are my glory, and I think that's an important line. You are my glory. Uh, not my military uh, paralysis, not my uh, abilities, not my successes, but you are my glory. Yeah, that is beautiful. As you great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I found this extremely interesting. Uh, I, lay, I lay down and slept. When, when there are people chasing you, uh, when there are people after you, lying down and sleeping is probably the last thing you're able to do. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I see the folks, uh, you know, right now, uh, I don't know when people watch this, but right now, uh, you know, there's a, a war going on in, in Ukraine. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, especially at the beginning, you would hear people say, you know, we haven't slept in four or five days. Uh, we just, and we, we have a, you know, it's hard, it's hard, but here, this psalmist, even though he has these enemies, he knows of God's protection. And so that enables him to lie down and sleep. And you and I were together, you and I were together when, uh, the, when the war broke, when they went in, in Iraq, yes, the, sh the shock and awe. Yeah. And it's an interesting thing. And I've noticed this with Ukraine as I've been watching that. It seems like these the air raid sirens are going off at night and the shock and awe campaign happened at night. And there's something about using that cover of darkness to be yes. able to deliver the most devastating blow. And that's I think that's why when you look at this pat in this verse five, six, that that nighttime would have been a scary time. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. you posted, you posted sentries and you yeah. hope they didn't fall asleep because then you, that put you all at risk. Right. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I like that, Dave. I like that, that imagery that you were able to yeah. bring up. And, and even today, if you want to bring this, I, I mean, because I, I think it's important, uh, you know, for a Psalm like this to actually find, you know, identification points. Mm -hmm. What if your enemies stress, you know, and, and stress yeah. really causes yeah difficulty in sleeping yeah but yet this psalmist because 
he says, you are a shield around me. You are my glory. I cried out and he answered me from his holy mountain because of his security in God's presence and protection. Yeah. He says, I am able to lay down and sleep. And what would that look like in our own lives to know yeah. that God is on the job uh, and to be able to lie down even with all this going on and, and to be able to get in, into the present to know right now God is with me. And it's not just a, you know, from David's person or the writer of this Psalm, it's not just a, I've got a little, I've got a little bothersome little thought in the back of my mind, 10,000 enemies yes. surround me and God is still bigger than those. I can still rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. They surround me on every side, but you know what? God is with me. Yep. And so then he, he cries out, no, arise, O Lord, rescue me, my God. I'm, I'm sure you're here. I know you're here. Rescue me. Uh, slap all my enemies in the face. Now, <laughs> some translations talk about breaking the teeth. Oh, oh, it says right after that, shatter, yeah, the, shatter teeth. the teeth of the wicked. And and I was reading something about this, and they said that actually goes back to verse one, and verse two, and and not actually verse one, verse two. So many are saying, "God will never rescue him." God shatter their teeth. They can't, they won't be able to say that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 You see that? You see yeah. that? And, and, and the way this Psalm works is it, you know, works from the outside in and really right. focuses right. on, on these two sections, three through, mm -hmm. uh, through six, you know, and so rescue me, my God, for my enemies. That was the first part. Slap my enemies in the teeth because they're, you know, or shatter their teeth because they're saying this stuff. They won't be able to say it anymore because you know what? You have stepped up and you have taken away their ability to. Mm. And then the recognition that victory comes from you. May you bless your people. How, how can you not like that, Kurt? How can that not? That's warm and fuzzy. Well, you, you help me, you, you help me every week, figure these things out, you know, like the slapping them. Now I will say with the slapping them, I really thought that that was more of a uh, humiliation. Well, it, it would be, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, not yeah. just, not just injure them, but humiliate them. Yeah. Because make it so they can't even say that stuff. That's humiliate. You know, you're saying well, this I mean, stuff and then someone just shuts you up. Has anybody ever slapped you in the face? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> It's humiliating. Yeah. Or, or so you've told me. Um, so anyway, it's just by your non-answer was really loud. Um, it's a humiliation, let alone if you shatter their teeth, take it, take it to that next step where it's that much of a, uh, you know, a, a, a strike that yes. becomes that much. Yeah. May you bless your people. And I, I always like this when it's I, 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 me, me, bless your people. Yeah. God bless your people. Bless everybody that's, you know, because everybody's going to go through these kinds of things. God bless yeah. them. I we, love that. You know, and and if you're, you know, people are looking for identify, you know, places to identify with, well, enemies, you know, we, we all have challenges. Yeah. You know, I've got challenges that face me. I've got challenges all around me. But you know what? God is with me. He is my shield. So I can lie down in safety and I can sleep and I will be okay in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. What would it be like to not be afraid of the challenges that are coming up in our lives? To, to know that there will be challenges, but knowing that we will be able to get through those because, yeah. you know, so God, yes, yeah, slap my challenges in the face. Uh, 
please. Yeah, put them in their place. I mean, yeah, that puts put them, them the that really does put them in their place. And it, and it, it, like you say, I mean, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a, an army all around us. Right. We we create our own enemies, and and if we could put them in their place, yeah. take them humiliation being kind of the the from the root word humble to humble them to put them in put yeah. them in a place that's below where they've risen to um i like it yeah and and god you know when i'm my own worst enemy please don't slap me in the face <laughs> <laughs> oh my tooth is loose what's that about yeah 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 wake up in the morning and your teeth are all loose you go oh i see what happened there well dave thank you for this this is this is fantastic for those of you who are watching this maybe for the very first time what we do is we read the same psalm every day we come together at the end of the week we talk about it see see how god is speaking to us sometimes once in a while on a rare occasion i make actually able to bring some insight but typically dave is the one insight all the time who brings it in and uh and we talk about it we ponder it we're not biblical scholars we're biblical students and we're trying to figure out what it has to say to us you know what we're not just looking for insights we're also looking for outsights no i didn't didn't work i don't even know what that means insights (laughs) looking in out is how does this work out okay sure yeah Okay, I take back everything I said about Dave's ability to really yeah. bring. Right. So, uh, so follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, on our own website, PonderingPassages.com. And uh, we would love to have you follow us along, watch our Pondering Passages, read our blog. Uh, we have some podcasts. Uh, we're getting better at that, but we've still got some gaps. We're, but, you know, it's a part-time job, right? <laughs> Not even that. (laughs) Not even. All right, everybody, we'll see you back here in about a week where we'll be studying Psalm number four. So we'll see you then. Welcome to Pondering Passages. I am Kurt Austin. Think about that for a minute. What's it like to be Kurt Austin? Let me try it. Happened me all over the place. You're such a little man. Breaking my teeth, man. Small. Oh, no, make fun of I'm me. a giant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your enemy. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. Right. What What would it be like to be an uninterested bystander in my own life? I'm in, I'm uninterested with most of my own life, so that's a yeah, well. That's the you problem. And everyone else. <laughs>